Hey guys, it's Scott from Who Cares About Men's Health. Before we get to the episode, uh, would love it if you would make some of these meals with us and let us know what you think. Were they easy? Were they hard? Were they tasty? If you'd like to participate and get the recipe from this week, you can go to facebook.com slash who cares men's health. Check out the recipe. And if you do make it, post on the Facebook page what you thought and any pictures you take. And now the episode. Today, uh, we're going to learn about easy to make all at one time man meals that you can eat all week. And maybe we'll even learn a thing or two about nutrition along the way. This is who cares about men's health, providing information, inspiration and a different interpretation about men's health. Uh, today's crew. We got a big crew here today. With me, the man who brings the MD, my co-host, Dr. Troy Madsen. Hey, Scott. Uh, I'm Scott Singpill. I bring the BS and ask the dumb questions so you don't have to. Uh, we've got producer Mitch in the mix. Hey there. All right. And our guests today, we're really excited about this, from University of Utah's College of Health, Department of Nutrition and Integrative Physiology. Did I say that right? I said that right. That was like the Olympics from my mouth right there. Uh, registered dietitian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, See? Fail. You you stumbled on the podium. Yeah, you just tripped at the finish line, Scott. <laughs> registered dietitian Teresa Dvorak. She's got a stack of tasty recipes for us today. How are you doing? I'm well. Thanks for having me. All right, and uh, also we've got our all-around baller, shot caller. He's got a PhD in etiology. His name is Thunder Jalili. Hi, Scott and everyone. Glad to be here. All right. Hey, uh, Troy, I got a question for you. So we're talking about these kind of meals that you can make like on a Sunday and then eat for the rest of the week that are going to be nutritious and easy to make. I, I don't know what to call them. So I just went with easy to make all at one time man meals. Yeah, that's a good, good long name. <laughs> <laughs> you come up with something better, I'm more than willing to hear it. No problem. Uh, Troy, I have a question for you. When do you make bad eating decisions? Is there kind of a time you make bad eating decisions? I make horrible eating decisions after night shifts, no doubt about it. So when I'm tired, I always make bad eating decisions. I make bad eating decisions if I get home, you know, like two in the morning from a shift. So I think sleep deprivation is the theme there for me. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Mitch? Bad eating decisions. When do they happen? Uh, I make them a lot when I'm driving around for some reason or another, I cannot, uh, just old habits, whatever. I always like to go to the Maverick, get myself like <laughs> a, a drink. And then there's always like a weird candy or like there's, so, I just, I have a soft spot for roller food. Um, as terrible as that sounds. Yeah. Ooh, that's, that's when I make yeah. the worst decisions is when I'm getting gas or stopping by somewhere. Yeah. So just to clarify roller food, we're talking the stuff that's been on the rollers for a day or two, right? Oh, that's like, what he's talking yeah. about. That's what, oh, that's what I assume means by roller food. Like the, the hot dog, dogs. the yeah, taquito like a, that's like oh, yeah, caramelized. Get, for get, a, yeah. get a pair of those taquitos. I've been rolling for several weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I, I just, yeah. I'm feeling a lot of shade right now. And I can't abide by it. We've all been there, but it's sad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Thunder, when do you make bad eating decisions? My bad eating decisions are made during times of desperation when um, I'm coming home from work, there's nothing uh, prepared for dinner and I'm just desperate and I just need something. Yeah. Boom. That's exactly me too. I will make a good eating decision if I can go to the fridge and pull something out, mm. um, regardless of what it is. So that is kind of the whole premise of today is to have these meals that are just ready to go because, you know, how often is it that maybe there's nothing in the fridge or when lunch rolls around, if you're working from home, you're just kind of too lazy to make something. So you just grab the, the easy stuff, the chips, whatever. Uh, or you don't have anything to pack when you go to work. Uh, so you hit a fast food joint for lunch. You know, those are all those situations where if you could have something that's nutritious and, you know, and easy, then you make better decisions. So 
Uh, Teresa Dvorak, she's a registered dietitian, and um, we're going to be doing a series for the next few episodes where she is going to bring us some of these great man meals. We're all going to make them. Y'all got y'all in for that? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm up for it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we're going to make them on a Sunday, and then the following week, we will review them, and we'll let her know what we think of her recipes. It's uh, a lot of pressure. Yeah. It's this pressure, yeah. Yeah, before we get going, Teresa, you had some questions you kind of wanted to ask us to determine maybe what recipes you might offer up. Yeah, yeah, thanks. So this is this is really great, and this is very common, right? The stuff that we hear, tired, um, driving, I need quick, convenient, I want something yummy, um, and I don't really want to have to work for it. So this is this is awesome and, and not unusual. Um, so all of you are very... Um, in this regard, at least, normal. I, don't, I can't speak to everything, but <laughs> regarding your food choices, One thing is you check the normal box. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, so I guess what I also wanted to know as we're kind of picking recipes, yes, I have a recipe for today, um, but as we're kind of looking at the next several weeks, what what do you guys want to like try to make or learn to make or, um, you know, is there a cuisine that you're really interested in? What intimidates you in the kitchen? I'm just going to start here and just say the kitchen itself intimidates me. Really? <laughs> My idea of cooking is opening a box of pancake mix that requires <laughs> nothing but water. And that is what I cook. And that is about the only thing I cook. So so you're, you're, you're starting pretty, you, you know, I'm, I'm setting the bar pretty low here in terms of uh, anything that requires mixing together and cooking it is a is a stretch for me i think the bar is actually on the floor troy <laughs> <laughs> it's it's in the basement yeah all right uh for, so for me the big thing is that we uh in our household we eat pretty healthy um jonathan is makes all these delicious salads but i'm i'm not a salad person and i think when i was first thinking about this idea is like i'm i'm terrible i love my junk food i love my salty stuff i love my tacos you know and so especially when i'm trying to eat healthier when i'm trying to lose a little bit of weight which i'm trying to lose a bit of the covid weight right now but um it's hard cuz it seems like it's always like ugh another salad ugh another salad i don't know what to do right i feel pretty confident in the kitchen but i don't have like the imagination, I guess, to make something tasty, fun, and not and healthy, and it, have it not be like a pile of vegetables. <laughs> so, what intimidates me, if you want to know, is actually things require a lot of like chopping and cutting and processing yeah. because I always feel like I'm pressed for time. So that's the big hump that I have to try to get over when I want to sit down and cook. Uh, Teresa, I'll tell you, I have ha- had a habit of making meals in advance, but I have a very small. Uh, kind of group of meals like beans, rice, and chicken. You know, I, I ate that every day for lunch for years. Kind of gotten tired of it. I really didn't spice it up or anything like that. Um, I like spaghetti a lot, so I'd, I'd make that in bulk and eat a lot. Uh, I'm not too intimidated in the kitchen, but I think time is kind of a thing. I'm willing to invest some time, but I'd like to be able to make it and then, you know, pop it in the, the fridge and have it for the rest of the week or pop a couple in the freezer, have it later in the week. So that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for stuff with flavor, too. Awesome. Yeah. You know, I, that's something that I, I love the flavor piece and the the junk food that Mitch is talking about and like late night opening the fridge of Troy, like you want something quick and easy, but it also has to taste good, right? Um, it can't just be this, what we often think is pile of vegetables that's good for you, um, that 
is just kind of bland um, and doesn't have a lot of flavor. And that's hopefully what I'm bringing to the recipes and to this is that it can be healthy, but it can be super yummy and really tasty too. And we shouldn't have to sacrifice deliciousness for health. And easy to make too. And easy to make. Yes, indeed. So, you know, I get I get the time. And I think when we're thinking about kind of these big batch meals um, is is that when we're putting we're kind of paying it forward, right, that we're putting in some time on the weekend or a day during the week um, where you've got some extra time and then you've got it in the fridge. You've got extra portions that you can repurpose different ways or just pull out and either eat cold or pop it in the microwave for, you know, 30 seconds a minute, something like that. So that all that all sounds awesome. Are there any significant either like dislikes or allergies that I need to be aware of with these, you know, like my husband hates mushrooms and olives for that matter. Um, I don't remember what it was something like literally makes him gag. Um, so I try not to make lots of those kinds of things at home. Are there, are there foods that you guys are like anything but that please organ meats, organ Organ meats. meats. (laughs) Got it. Heart, no liver, liver intestines, Done. stomach, brain. No problem. Tongue. Hopeful. <laughs> uh, I don't want to make our our listeners be vegetarians, but I I am vegetarian, so that's kind of my one limitation yep. on on uh, foods. I'm pretty open otherwise, but it's iceberg lettuce. It's like that super crunchy head yep. of lettuce, that terrible whatever. I get a weird sensation in my mouth. I cannot do it. It feels like my jaw is cold. I cannot do iceberg lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> and you love tacos. Where do you I get know, your, and, uh, your dick? I, I'll do I'll do shredded spinach. I will do cabbage. I will do anything but that iceberg lettuce. I'm no culinary expert. I'm no Guy Fieri over here. But I, I have a pretty good feeling that iceberg lettuce wasn't going to come up in any of these recipes. I, know, I, just, I just I had to make sure. I had to make sure. <laughs> um, I don't have any limitations. I'm fine with anything. I'll eat. I'll eat meat. I'll go all vegetarian. Doesn't matter. Thunder. And I'll pretty much eat anything, but I do prefer vegetarian. All right. So and that brings in some of the health stuff that we'll talk about kind of throughout this series as well. Um, you'll notice that most of these recipes, well, OK, all of the recipes are what I call plant forward. Um, so you may have heard plant based. That can be kind of different in depending the circle that you're running in. Plant forward is that it's it's mostly plants on your plate, whole grains, fruits and vegetables, there might be a little bit of meat or maybe there's a, an alternative or a substitution that you could make. And they're all going to be recipes that you can easily explode or contract if you want to. So meaning if you wanted to half the recipe, you could do half of the recipe if you just wanted it for one night. If you wanted it to, to, you know, make three batches of it at once and literally feed you for the entire week, you sure could. So it's those are they're gonna be easy that way. Something that I've I've realized too of as working with patients in different community groups through our culinary medicine program and through my personal practice is is looking at what works for the individual because it's different for everybody, right? And so my goal is is that you know, we're we're here for 4 weeks. We've got we're going to have four recipes. Um 
uh, I would view success if if you guys all find one or two of the four that you actually like um, and make again. So that's that's you know my low bar success rate. Um, but yeah, we'll have lots of lots of these recipes, um, and then kind of where we're maybe one of the weeks we can also talk about where do we find good recipes because I find that's sometimes hard as well if we don't know where to look where do you look? Uh, and we can we can explore some of those things. Teresa, I think that's a great point, actually, because that's one of my personal issues that I run into is, is I know I want to try to make something different, but I don't have the imagination to try to figure out new places to look or even where to look. Well, and then is the recipe even tested? I mean, I've, I've tried countless recipes that it doesn't taste good or it didn't taste right when I made it per the recipe. So... I have I have personally tasted and tested all of the recipes myself, my oh, husband, nice. teachers, students, my children, you know, if a 4-year-old and a 2-year-old can eat it and a 45-year-old can eat it, let's hope that you guys can too, right? So what you're saying is if I don't like it, you're going to take it really personal. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, remember my bar was you're low, one or two. I only one want you to, you, you've got to, you got to at least like one of them. Otherwise I've We're going failed. for 25% here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Teresa. Well, um, we're very excited to go ahead and kick off this series for the next month. Uh, what is recipe number one what's it called what are we going to be feasting upon easy red thai curry Ooh, i like this i like it yep. already I like yeah it. i'm into that yeah have you guys ever made curry before yes never nope Okay, we've got a one yes. All right, so we'll see how this recipe stacks up. The big thing that I like about this recipe, not only is it easy, as the title implies, uh, but it's it's kind of a fridge clean out. So I often find as well, I get to a certain point of the week, depending on when I grocery shopped or not, um, and, and I've got veggies that are starting to not look the best, right? The zucchini is starting to look a little wrinkly. Um, you know, there's a couple of spots on the cauliflower or whatever. Um, this is a recipe that's great for using up and kind of putting in whatever is in the fridge. And all of the ingredients um, of anything, maybe the maybe the hardest thing to find at the grocery store um, could be the Thai curry. Um, but that's usually with kind of your Asian uh, cooking spices and uh, um, sauces and whatnot. Also, you can choose whatever kind of additional protein if you want to into it. Um, there's an option for tofu. There's an option for fish, shrimp, white fish, ideally, uh, or chicken breast if you wanted. So there's those options in there for you as well. Uh, and then either rice or rice noodles, depending on your preference there. So how does that sound? How does some curry, some Thai curry sound? Sounds delicious. It sounds great. Oh, I guess this brings to another question. What about spice? How are you guys on spice? Do you like things spicy? All of the spice. Bring it All on. All about the spice? Actually, I had two questions. One of them was about spice. Uh, but the other was also, since you mentioned tofu, are you going to tell us like how to prepare the tofu so it actually tastes good? That's the great thing about this recipe. Honestly, you just chuck in the tofu and it 
takes on all of that awesome curry flavor. Um, if I was doing something where I was maybe putting it on top, like a Buddha bowl or something like that, yes, I would tell you. And we might get there. Just a little foreshadow there. But uh, so hold that thought. Does the type of curry we select, is that going to affect like the spice? I mean, how should we kind of go about that choice? Are you going to talk about that? There's a red, a green, and a yellow curry paste. Uh, the red will be the spiciest. Uh, yellow and green tend to be more mild. This recipe for the whole lot, it calls for about two tablespoons. If you're okay with spice, this is going to have some good flavor to you. Uh, and then you can also know by playing with it in the future, okay, did I want a little bit more spice or was it too much? Um, you know, and was I, was I sweating profusely throughout the meal? Uh, then you just add less of the spice or then try a yellow or green curry paste. But that's a great question because there there are variations. So Teresa, one of the things I was kind of wondering is I don't know. Uh, we've talked about it on the in the past, but like I've had a weird kind of relationship with food in like what I deem healthy and not healthy. It's done everything from if it fits your macros to like stay away from all the carbs, stay away from all the rice, etc. Right. So rice is kind of like bread, right? And carbs in general, I think they get they get a bad rap, right? Um, ad, thank you, Mr. Adkins, Dr. Adkins. Um, the, the, we need we need carbohydrates. Um, it's just what kind of carbohydrates are we choosing? And how are we preparing them? Um, so I would I would probably do a brown rice on this. But at the same time, this recipe is loaded with a lot of vegetables um, and and some healthful fats. Um, and so it's going to help keep us satiated and satisfied while also kind of, if you're looking at your macros, meeting your macros. It's It's got a good source of carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. Mitch, I wanted to add one other thing, uh, you know, on that carb story, you know, just piggybacking on what Teresa was saying. Don't be afraid of the rice. Carbs in isolation, when it's the only thing that you're eating and it's a simple carbohydrate, can potentially be bad. But this is such a mixed meal that she's describing. And you're having, you know, carbs in combination of many other things. So metabolically, it's 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 gonna it's gonna take you a while to digest it and absorb it. So, you know, all those negative things we associate with carbohydrates, I don't think are much of a factor in this type of meal. And uh, we also have an episode where we had Thunder on and we talked all about carbs. So um, it might be time to to go back and listen to that one. <laughs> Wait, were you sleeping during that one, Mitch? Oh, I edited it. it, but it's still, it's still to this day when someone's like, oh, do you want a big old cup of white rice? I'm like, mm, like it's still in there. Like I, I know. I don't know. It takes Mitch, a long Mitch, time. Yeah, you you and I are on the same page because I avoided that and potatoes and, and that sort of stuff for a long time. And then it, it came to the point where I realized that grains are good for you. Potatoes good for you. And if you have the fats and you have other vegetables, you know, it all mixes together and, and you don't get that. Uh, Thunder could speak to this, but you don't get that jolt of um, what is that insulin response quite as much. Right. 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 Because yeah. that's that's where, you know, the the carb effect that everyone is down on is. If you have a simple carbohydrate, like a Coke, like, you know, some sort of candy bar or something, the, res the blood sugar response to that is really rapid, really high, and then it crashes afterwards. And that's just, you know, when you have rice in this type of meal that Teresa's talking about, the blood sugar response is just different. Yeah. And then the portion size, too. She's just talking about a small portion yeah. size of rice. I think 
we have distorted uh, views of what a portion is uh, as consumers, because you go to a restaurant or whatever, and they bring out just this big, huge plate of food. So, um, you know, maybe that will help as well. But rice is your friend, my friend. All right. Yeah. I mean, everything, <laughs> everything Thunder has ever said, my takeaway is just don't eat a bunch of sugar and otherwise you're going to be okay. <laughs> right. Whole foods. That's my lesson from Thunder. Eat whole foods. Don't eat a bunch of sugar. Right. And Mitch, I give you permission to eat the rice. That's amazing. Thank you. That's all You're I needed to hear is a professional to tell me have permission to have it. I will play this forever. Thank you. <laughs> the first couple <laughs> times you might cry afterwards, but yeah, you know, just... you'll get better. <laughs> yeah, but you'll be crying out of enjoyment and pure sure. pleasure. <laughs> so yeah, so let me, we'll, we'll get back and let me know how this recipe pans, but this has been a lot of great information to help me build uh, the next the next weeks of recipes. How long is it going to take to kind of prepare this? From start to finish, like you're getting this stuff out of the refrigerator to sitting down at the table, probably 45 minutes to an hour, depending on how particular you're being. Um, I, you know, and that's something of they're all going in the in the pot. You don't need to be too precise when you're when you are chopping your your veg and that kind of thing. Uh, my one word of advice is make sure that everything is about the same size, uh, so that they they cook fairly evenly. Otherwise, you're going to have super hard carrots and really soggy zucchini or whatever your choices are. So. And that 45 minutes or an hour, I mean, you're not constantly over the stove, right? There are times like where you could step away. time, exactly. Yeah. Yep. You could step away and work on another project or whatever and then come back and check on it. And then if right. you've got a week's worth of meals out of it, that 45 minutes was really well invested. Right, right. Does anybody else have any other questions about the recipe? Troy yeah. or Mitch or Thunder? We're all good? Yeah, we're good. I'm excited to try it. Yeah, yeah. sounds sounds delicious and uh, sounds like prep time isn't bad at all, so... I'm ready to do it. All right. When are you going to cook it up, Troy? <clears throat> uh, it's probably going to be on Sunday. I think I think your plan sounds good. Then you've got your stuff for the week. Uh, you can have maybe have some that night and then uh, have a couple more meals over the week. So I, I think that's my plan. So I will be ready to report back next week on this. All right. Mitch and uh, Thunder. Mitch? Uh, I'll be either. I'll probably be doing it either Sunday or Monday night. Okay. Yeah, I think Sunday sounds like a good day for me. That's when I'm going to do it. All right. Uh, so thanks for all of the advice, the, uh, extra cooking advice. It sounds like a simple one. I guess we'll find out. Uh, I wish that we could all get together and like taste test each other's recipes, but you know, I guess it doesn't matter if anybody else likes it as long as you like it. Right. Right. All right, Teresa. Yeah. We'll put that, uh, we'll put a link to that, uh, recipe, uh, on the post along with this podcast. We'll also put it out on our social media channel, which you can find facebook.com slash who cares men's health. And we encourage you to try it as well and report back what your findings were questions or what you thought, uh, just in the comments section, or you could also uh, email us at hello at thescoperadio.com or call us at 60155-SCOPE and leave a voicemail message. Teresa, thank you so much. Um, look forward to the next four weeks to you know get some better recipes in my repertoire. And thanks for caring about men's health. Excellent. Thanks. Stay cool. <laughs> it's hot cool, cool it like temperature so or cool like hey, hey you guys are so however, cool however you want to read it <laughs> hey check you out you made it all the way to the end it's scott from who cares about men's health if you found this episode entertaining useful or you know somebody that might find it entertaining or useful please share it with them 
It's uh, one of the ways that we can help grow this podcast and be very much appreciated. And don't forget, for the next few weeks, we're going to be doing these recipes and would love your participation. I know I said it earlier, but I'm going to just reiterate it. If you want to try out these recipes, uh, you can find the link to them right here in the episode show notes. We'll have them at facebook.com slash Health. If you want to post your comments there, post pictures of you cooking or the final product or whatever it is that you thought, or if you have a request for a type of recipe, uh, get us any of that information at facebook.com slash Health. 